Hey, um, <clears throat> my name is Del Grushes Agroni, aka Grow High. That's why a lot of you are gonna know me by names or name from today onwards. And I just went into this podcast thing, never done it before, but I've been seeing people doing it on um, okay, doing Facebook Live on all that kind of stuff on Instagram and different social media platforms. It's my first time to do this, so um, just vibe with me. Yeah. <clears throat> I'll be dropping a lot of content, whatever comes to my mind or my thoughts. Uh, I'm a normal human being. I may be right. Sometimes I could be wrong. So this is our community. My podcast is with you, my fans, my friends, family, friends. I'll say that. So um, like I said, it's my first time. This is whoever's listening to this. Please do share it with your friends. Uh, let them know Drew Hive is here to share the love with all of you. I'm so passionate about music and fashion. A lot of people ask me which one do I like most. To me, it's like um, having baby twins or having two kids and saying, which of your kids do you love the most? The girl or the boy? Second born is, you know, first born. You always love them equally. Um, though sometimes you, the little things that you pick from this one or the other one, and you that comparison but you always like or love them the same so to me I love fashion and I love music equally it's I I don't know when people ask me your first love I just go like I can't say my first love I just go like music and fashion so that's the thing to me it's like one thing so I'm so passionate about my music I'm so passionate about my fashion at the same time, I make clothes. I design my own clothes. So whatever you see me wearing, I've made it myself. Oh, I've bought it in the shop and I've just added it to suit my brand, suit me. I've been doing clothing since I was in high school. Well, I'm from Uganda. And to me, that high school, Uganda is secondary school. So, yeah. Just to tell you about myself, I was born in Uganda, in a small village called Masindi. Um, my dad is from Lub, from Arua, is Lub Baron. That's one of um, the tribes in <coughs> West Nile. <coughs> it's um, we consider to be the greatest warriors, and because we're smart, we don't fight with you know our strength, we fight with our mind. So I'm blessed that I come from that side. My dad, my mom is from Masindi, from the Bunyaro Kingdom, still blessed. She's from the royal family extended. Um, some of you might have heard of the King Kabalega, Omukama Kabalega, who fought um, the British uh, imperialists who were trying to take away his kingdom. Um, yeah, if you don't know much about that story, so it's good you visit uh, 
your library, pick some books about the Ugandan history or the Bunyoro Kingdom, get to know more about that. Um, I went to a few schools in Uganda, that's where I started most of my life. Um, I was privileged to go to one of the best schools in Uganda called Namasagali College and King's College, Kavalega in Masindi. Um, St. Peter's in Zambia and for this children's school. That's where I went from my P1 and P2. And then I went to St. Peter's primary school. Then I went to Namigisa in Masindi. Then I went back to Kampala, that's the capital city of Uganda. Then I went back to Masindi for my secondary school, that's um, King's College. Then I left there and went to Namasangali College. So in Namasangali College, that's where like everything kicked off. But before I left Kavalega, um, I started on a group with a few of my friends. It was like four of us. It was a dance group. There were dancers. I was a good dancer as well. But um, then I, I was a good rapper at the same time. So as we were practicing the dances and all that, it just came from nowhere. I was like, you know what, guys, you can't dance. I'll do the rapping. So I started flowing. Before we know it, we had a group. But it didn't last for so long because um, after that time, I had to transfer to a different school. That was... Uh, I had to go to Namasagali <coughs> College. And when I was there... Was cool, like, um, I see Father Grimes was our headmaster, principal. Uh, one good thing about that school, it taught us to be who we were, it opened up our minds. That's called to open you up to be who you are. So they took on everyone. If you were smart in class, they'll take you on. If you're talented, talent, they'll take you on. Basically, it was everything. So that's how. I got to express myself because um, I loved clothing so much. I took this from my dad because my dad was a stylist, great stylist. So, because I remember most of the times I would dress up because in my high school, in my college school, we had a dance every Saturday. We'd go for the dance, which was compulsory dress up and you know it was proper disco rave clubbing sort of thing so um yeah i didn't know first time i went there because actually my first day when i returned to school this happened to me twice my first day when i went to school in kabbalah kids were escaping going to the town to to do you know the raving and all that the dance and one kid i remember this kid was like three classes i above me was like man I like your outfit you wore coming through coming in can, can I borrow that tonight I'm going out for a dance I'm like yeah cool I can borrow it so he went for the dance he was like the most dressed guy and his friends were asking hey where did you get that from so it was like oh that new kid kid got style so they came to me they were like oh man we like your outfit man we like your style so that was like my second that's my S1 Boom, there I go. I started designing these kids. And before I knew it, I was designing most of everyone in my class and people above me. So basically, they would come and borrow my clothes and all that. But 
for free, I wouldn't like let them, you know, okay, so I would let them borrow them. Okay, to me, I liked it because I like sharing <sighs> my sense of style with everyone. Then um, when I went to, I've fast forward, when I went to Namsagali <clears throat> College, same thing. Boom, first day. Because I remember I got there on um, a Saturday. It was Saturday evening. There was this um, swimming gala. So kids came, will come, me, pick my suitcase, took it in the dormitory. That day, because that day there was, was a dance. Saturday was a dance. I'm just sat there. I don't know anybody. This kid comes to me. He's like, hey, how you doing, man? I'm like, I'm good. How are you? He's like, can I borrow your clothes, man? I like the whole outfit. Can I borrow it for tonight? It's a dance. And I'm more sweaty. And <laughs> I'm like, oh, because I always, most of the times, uh, I wear something once and, you know, don't wear it again. Uh, or maybe wash it again and, well, you know, wear it. I'm like, this is filthy. He's like, I don't care, man. I don't care. I want to take it and just wear it. I'm going to look fly in it. I'm like, all right, cool. So I give him my outfit. Kid goes to the club, uh, to the dance in our uh, dance hall. He kills it. He's looking good. Um, he comes back. He was giving a brush like, thanks to my new designer. They didn't even know my name. They were like, what's your name? So I'm like, yo, my name is Adroni. Um, you know, but you could call me. At the time, I was like, call me Adroni. So they took it from there. So, boom. Next Saturday, I had two kids coming borrowed my clothes, give them. Then there were other kids like we had, because in Namasagari it was like a competition, basically everybody had to outshine the other ones, so like, you would show yourself, basically you would express yourself how you wanted to, if you would, basically that's why I learned to brand myself, so you'd be yourself, they would encourage us to be who we are, so um, I got there. There was these other kids who were like the best, you know, fashionistas and all that. And there was this friend of mine. Now bless him. We were good friends and goals. He was like the coolest kid. But when I showed up after a week, they were like, "No, this kid is ripped to you. Adron is the new kid. He's the new fashionista. Took it. Before I know it, after like two months." I was killing it. The whole school knew I was the new fashion um, sense. The new they were picking tips from me. I had basically most of everyone coming to borrow from me. I remember they borrow from my shoes to everything. Like then now everybody's working on the socks and all that. I used to have those colorful socks, purple, orange, white, and I wear my socks up. You know. I didn't know like that would be the trend like 2019 because I've done this like way back but we'll come to think about it the 90s are back so fashion is a recycle and uh, well fast forward had a couple of my friends um after like a year in the school not even after a year I think like after like a couple of months I uh, met one of my friends Matovo God rest his soul, he passed away. Uh, he used to be big, sort of like, yeah, fat guy, but not so fat. When I look back in his photos, he wasn't really fat, but he was big at that time. So I nicknamed him Biggie. Then he nicknamed me Dre. 
And when I asked him why he nicknamed me Dre, he was like, man, your rapping styles are cool. And the way you, you know, talk with music. At the same time, I, I, I was, I would give DJs tips. I was called DJs. So I was like, man, I like your tips. I like the way you, you know, you organize the music and, you know, tell them how to do it. So you're more like Dr. Dre in organizing your music. And because I told him I wouldn't do music in Uganda because there were no proper studios back then till I leave Uganda and go abroad or to America or UK, then I would do my first songs there. So all that drove him to be like, you like Dr. Dre, man, like everything you do, because Dr. Dre takes time to perfect his craft. You're more like it, even with your clothing. Like, I would know what I'm going to wear two weeks before. So I always knew that this weekend I'm wearing this, next weekend I'm wearing that. And I also knew today I'm wearing this, tomorrow I'm going to wear this, or today I'm going to wear this sort of, you know, outfit. So basically, fashion and music, I used to plan it. So it was like, man, you're Dre. So you guys started calling me Dre. Took it from there, so most of my friends who call me Dre, I only know that I went to school with them, and that was in... Namasagali College, and you picked on, went back to the city, everybody was calling me Dre, became more popular in the country, and I remember one time we went to, um, there was a Halloween party, so in this party, showed up, was in Kampala Casino, showed up, I was dressed like an Egyptian prince, that attracted everyone, and I also dressed up all my friends, and I made their costumes, sold them, and all that. Uh, it was amazing. I was put in the, in the newspapers. It was crazy. Then, um, back then, people used not even to play. They had the cornrows. I used to do that. Uh, one time I was uh, just walking by in the city because people would laugh at me. They called me like, oh, that bitch, that woman, that, you know, all sort of thing. But I would be like, you know, fuck that. I don't care. I, mean, I was just, I was being me. Some guy comes from the newspapers like, oh, excuse me, I'm from this sort of newspaper. I would like to take your picture and put it in there, like your fashion and all that. I'm like, cool. Took my picture, put it in the newspapers. So basically, all these things I was doing, I, I didn't know that they were. I was in, I was way, way ahead of my time, especially in Africa. Most people are not doing this when I was doing that like 10 years ago, you know, 15 years ago. So, um, it was was amazing. Um, yeah, well, so <coughs> I get featured in the newspapers. They talk about Dre, this kid who's you know who did his costume, blah blah blah. It was was all good, but still I did not know. So go back to school. Um, well, my friend Andrew was called Andrew Sabu. So he was also an, an entrepreneur. Him was farming and all that. So he goes like. Why don't you do fashion after school? I'm like, yeah, I think that's a good idea. But then I was like, I want to do music more. Because actually, because I used to DJ as well. Like, my favorite DJ is called Dennis Chisache. <clears throat> actually, he played on my wedding day, I remember. Because I remember back in school, um, I told him, man, one day when I get married, you're going to be my DJ. When I, go, when I was getting married to my baby mama now, called him up. I was like, man, you're going to be my DJ. He was like, oh, man, I remember you saying that. I'm like, yeah. So basically, I'm so grateful to 
God that everything I've wished for, everything I've always wanted, I've achieved. And <clears throat> I always set up to get it. And yeah, some take time, but yeah. And now we're here. Most yet to come. So anyway, so I used to DJ at school. Thanks to him, he taught me how to DJ, gave me skills and all that, and tips. I perfected that art as well. So fast forward, my friend Andrew says, "Why don't you do fashion?" I'm like, "All right, I'll do fashion. Then I'll do the music as well." So I enrolled into a tailoring school, and way back then, still, because I remember when institutions and they contact me in because I was a boy oh man they were like oh men don't do tailoring that's for women and I'm like no this is different I want to do it because I feel like this is what I want to do when I kept being rejected then I went to <coughs> this church called Christ the King in the middle of Kampala city uh, I used to go to that church all the time that's where I had my first holy communion and we were regulars there so I go there they were doing this tailoring so I go to them and I'm like I want to be enrolled they're like alright cool they take me in so I do fashion tailoring and my friend Andrew paid for that because um, I remember when I went to my dad to get me on the registration fee <coughs> he couldn't because he didn't think I really wanted to do it I remember him saying God bless him like oh we've never had tailor in our family <laughs> and I'm like yeah I know that but I'm going to be the first tailor and this is not even tailoring this is I'm a fashion designer what I'm going to do is learn how to sew these clothes and cut them then I make them myself I make like the prototype then I get people to do them for me because this is all my entrepreneurship that I was talking about then I didn't know like you can do these things and how people do them for you you know like no, I don't think you're really serious into this. I'm not gonna do it. Well, I go, I enroll, and I come back to him and tell him that I enroll. So I start on Monday. I'm like, are you serious? You wanna do this? I'm like, yeah, I want to do this. So I go and I do it. He blesses me like, well, if that's what you want to do, my son, I bless you. I fully give you all my support. There, he started supporting me. He would buy me the materials. He would get me the transport to go to school. <coughs> all the support I needed so um, I've been so fortunate that my mom my sister um, my friends have been really supportive with my fashion pushing me to it uh, though I had others doubt me and not everybody really wishes you well that you should know as well but at least I had a few people supporting me I did that then with the music as well was carrying on I got better then I got some clubs to play in Uganda. I was playing in pubs here and there. So I was doing the two things together. And then one of my friends opened up a shop, uh, called me in. So we were running the shop together. We'd make clothes. We had our clientele and things were running well. Then, of course, I had to up my game. Um, I decided to leave Uganda, come to the UK, pass by the US for a while then came to the UK and boom there we are right now um I kind of like <clears throat> had a lot of things to go and do so I had a setback 
which is alright. You always have setbacks in life, but that means you don't give up on your dreams. It's never too late. You always jump back on your dreams and just keep pushing. And now there's this era of social media caught up with me, and here we are. I've been doing music for like 10 years. I have a record label. I put on artists on the record label in Uganda. Been helping them out. I've helped other artists here in the UK. I've worked with a lot of other artists too. I've always been the brains behind the brand. But sometimes you try to support people who don't believe in themselves or want you to believe in them and support them mentally, physically, everything. So I put a lot of money to music and I've not got much. So I'm excited I'm going to come back and not even come back, I'm back now pushing my own music, um, supporting myself both in my fashion and my music because I believe self-motivation, self-belief is very important needs to do that you have to believe in yourself no one's gonna believe in you except yourself you have to blow your trumpet because nobody's going to blow your trumpet so all these 10 years i've been behind the scenes as i put my life on hold to help other artists come discovering myself and discovering other artists and learning through the mistakes they make and the mistakes that I make or the mistakes we make together with them. So <clears throat> that has developed me into a better artist right now. I'm focused, my vision is 4040. Um, I can see very clearly, miles away. Now I know what I want and how I can push it to get there. So that's a little bit about myself so this podcast is my first day first time I'm doing it at home at my sister's place everybody's asleep and there are no lights just to describe <laughs> my surroundings and yeah it's just on my phone and good so uh, whoever is listening to my first podcast Thank you. Hope you share this. Hope you save it. And um, hope you learn from my introduction. That's a short introduction about myself, my love, my ambition, goals. I'll be, I'll try my best to bring out the best content every day or in a week. If I call anything that is killing me or something I'm thinking about, I'll bring it down. So we discuss it. I have a lot of um, ideas, a lot of thoughts, mm, you know, quotes. Mm. I would like to share with you, my friend. So um, don't forget, I got music out now. I got done music. All my songs that I done that time. I'd never released them, but now I've released all my music. It's on Spotify, iTunes, Tidal, Google Music, Amazon's everywhere. So I would advise you to go download it, stream it, listen to it, share it. Um, yeah, tell me what you think. It's been 10 years. 
but it still sounds good. And uh, I thought now I'll put it out since I'm dropping my new album. So I thought I'd do this, have the old album out, then when I release the new one, at least y'all know my journey. So we can share my journey together right now. Like I said, it's never too late. Yeah, so thank you very much for listening to my podcast. God bless you. I love you all. Keep listening to my music. Keep sharing it. And follow me on all my social media um, sources. It's Draw Hive. And um, also on my Instagram, go follow Hivewear. Um, yeah, that's my clothing line and gratis as well. Not to say much, I'll be giving out um, a lot of um, my outfits, my music for free in days to come and months to come. So we have a lot to do together. So for today, I was just introducing myself. It's my first podcast and I'm excited. I can't wait to share a lot of my content with you. Thank you very much. God bless you. Draw high. Hi, Nation. Peace.